Hi, everybody, and welcome to June 2022. You know, when I started this podcast back in January of 2022, my first guest was Katie Casera. And right after that, it dawned on me, and based on the feedback I was receiving, Katie was such an amazing guest, she instantly became a co-host. And uh, ever since, uh, we've been doing this show together. And then it dawned on both of us that uh, I had never done an interview, and a few other guests have said, when are you going to do an interview? So as my milestone 50th birthday approaches, uh, we felt this was the best time to do this interview, and the best person to conduct this interview was, of course, our first guest and our co-host and one of my best friends in the world, Katie Casera. And um, she came up with such a unique way of doing this podcast and uh, this qu- these questions. I had no idea ahead of time what the questions would be. I had no idea the format she would do. And the fact is, is that it was... Um, you know, it was comical, it was fun, it was emotional, and it was like a recording of like where I am right now uh, in my life and uh, what it's been like the past, uh, geez, five decades. So I had a great time with it. It was surreal um, and it was uh, totally interesting and um, anxious and anxiety-inducing being on the other side of the microphone uh, getting asked questions instead of asking questions. But um, it was amazing, and I'm so glad Katie did this. And I hope you have fun listening to the podcast of my interview uh, as much as I enjoyed uh, doing it. So thank you, and uh, we have a whole slew of guests Um, from now through the fall, and we're going to be gearing up from the fall to the winter later in the summer. So, like, things keep on cooking. And uh, thanks for listening, and please share, and please enjoy my interview as I approach my 50 years. Thank you so much. You're welcome. This is so weird. Well, in case you aren't familiar with our format, it's very casual, so don't be nervous. Oh, thank you. Yeah, no, it's totally new to me. We, well, you were the first. You were the first interview of the whole. I was, thing. and now how have the tables turned? I know it only took six months, but um, you know, here we well, are. I and say, I have to say, I'm very grateful that. I was the first guest, even though I was probably like, you know, after a few other people said, no, it's fine. We're not going to talk about it. That's and, not true at all. And, um, but to be able to do this with you weekly and now to be interviewing you is quite, quite the honor. Yes. I'm, I, you know, like I was saying before we started, I actually have to take into account when our guests say, um, I'm, I was a little nervous. Because, like, I could see it. I, you know, I felt it. You know, when the tables are turned like that and you're on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you never know. You be nervous. You're about to get I know. Oh, get... my God. Like, yeah. you're, this is so much worse than I could have imagined. 
All right. So here's, here's the deal for those who don't know, Jeff is celebrating a milestone. We don't want to, we don't, he's shaking, yeah, yeah. His, head at me. He's shaking his head at me, folks. He no, because I can't believe it. Can't believe it. He's going to be 21 years old. It's amazing. You can finally drink. <laughs> How does it feel? It feels uh, very strange. No, I'll, 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 you know, I'll admit to everybody, you know, I'm going to be 50, um, uh, June 15th. Because I'm 50. Yeah. Somebody said to me, oh, welcome to the half century club. I'm like, oh, screw no. you. Yeah, I'm not like that at all. Not one bit. It, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Feels surreal, huh? It so does, yeah, it's very. You were born in? 72. Just a yep. short decade later, I came into the world waiting yep. for friends. I was, uh, I was, um, oh, I got ketchup on me. Um, I, this is very inspiring. Um, I was born in June 1972 when Watergate started, and oh you God. were born, and you were born 10 years later when, um, like, flock Reagan of seagulls were Reaganomics. Reaganomics. Yeah, Reaganomics. Exactly. Exactly. You're welcome, everyone. Yes. Exactly. From one Republican administration to the other. <laughs> yes, that's why that's the, it, it all makes sense now. Okay, so here's the thing, Jeff. I know typically what we're doing when we're interviewing our guests. Oh, he's so nervous, everyone. I love this. this <laughs> um, no, don't be nervous. Uh, is we usually have a conversation about who are you? What do you do? How, you know, we're, this is how we're connected. I want to know more. But um, you've heard from Jeff and I a bunch. So uh, today, what I'd like to do is, because he is turning the big 5-0, is do a series of 50 questions. His wow. job, and if yours is as well, don't get too excited. These are not, this is not like essay form. This is short answer. <laughs> okay. Uh, most are short answer. Some, some, will, uh, some will need to be expanded upon. Also, there is no rhyme or reason intentionally. They are intentionally unintentional in their order. So I'm going to go through some questions that might be very quick and funny and maybe dig into some deeper ones right in the middle. So yeah, I just, didn't uh, have these questions cleared with my agent before the interview. And I didn't okay. writer, So we're, we're even. Okay. Well, that's fair. Okay. I'm in. I'm good. All right. So buckle up. Okay. Buckle up, buttercup. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, I'm just gonna start going through the list, Jeff. Okay, that are, sounds are good. You, are you freaking out? No, a little bit. A little bit. Okay. First question: What is your favorite word? My favorite word. Your favorite word. Um, <laughs> pass. No. No. Uh, no. <laughs> like first question: Pass. Um, <laughs> Um, Which that is not allowed in this game, by the way. Wow, I that's a that's a tough one right off the bat. Who I never thought. Um, well, if I were down the side chat right now, I would be saying, "Answer the question." Yeah, there's no side chat. I don't know what you're talking <laughs> about. Um, I, I actually, I, I think my, I think, um, entertain. Okay. Probably, yeah. What is your least favorite word? Meal. Meal. I hate the word meal. I always have. It is so weird. Like when somebody's like, would you like to share a meal? A meal? It just sounds so gross to me. Like you know what I mean? uh, is meal Lee even worse? It just it just sounds like like I don't know, like somebody's like, you'll get this. Somebody's like 
eating coleslaw and like you know like <laughs> did you have a nice meal like i hate the word meal i always have okay this is good information what's your favorite swear word hmm. and if jeff let me say if you don't feel appropriate saying it you can just give us the first letter okay uh probably the one i use most probably is starts with an f <laughs> and ends with a k okay all right yeah it, yeah you know it really does have a lot of functionality intertwined in yes delivery. like sometimes you just can't choose a word that uh, you know is to the point as much as that word short and sweet man short and yeah absolutely okay what sound or noise do you love? Huh. Um, I actually think um, rain. Yeah, I, I was gonna say I was gonna say like fire, like a crackling fire. Uh-huh. But I think I think rain, like rain on pavement, rain on houses, like just yeah, like every night I actually um, listen to rain sounds. That's what I sleep to. Oh, yeah. that's interesting. Um, not to bring this back to me, but I listen no. to wind. Just rain? Wind. Oh, wind. Okay. I mean, I break wind. I mean, mostly <laughs> mostly a fan. But if I'm not home and I don't have a fan and I'm in a hotel or traveling, I put on like wind sounds on my phone. Yeah. So so <laughs> what, before like streaming service, stuff like that, I bought a, a CD of rain sounds but I didn't realize it was thunderstorms. So I, I put it on to go to sleep to it. And I woke up to like, <laughs> like these big, thun- I'm like, it was terrifying. Yeah, it that's was terrifying. Awesome. No, now, now I just listen to rain sounds like every night. Even right now I have it playing in the back. Is Kelly okay with that? Yeah. Yeah. She likes it. Okay. What sound or noise do you hate? Rain sound. No. Um, <laughs> um, motorcycles oh like 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 big like revving motorcycles or like or or i guess it wouldn't just be motorcycles it'd be like is it it mufflers that make the oh yeah no i'm with you like when i'm like douchebag because you know (laughs) i've caught my children that every time every time somebody does that by us i always say girls what is that and they say a douchebag it's it's absolutely true like whether it's on a car or a motorcycle when they do i i'm just like it is like ear rape and I, I it's all it's awful. It makes me it actually makes me angry. I'm with you. I don't and why yeah. why? Because I I have the same response. Yeah, it's just it's so obnoxious. Yeah, listeners, if you're revving your engine, you think it's cool, it just makes people feel murdery. That's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that. You said that. No, I'm just saying. Okay, <laughs> you're doing great so far. I know. This will be over in the next five minutes. Yeah, right. Favorite color? As if. Purple. No least, question. Least favorite yeah. color. Blue. What? Blue. Oh, they're so similar. Yeah. In fact, I know, I know. Purple. I love purple. Um, it's, you, love purple you know. Rain. What? You love purple rain. I love purple rain. Okay. Um, yeah, blue, like, like a, like a, I don't know. Just blue. I just, I don't know. It's so you hate, you hate a beautiful summer sky? No, I like sky blue. <laughs> I don't like, and, and I'm wearing navy blue. I, I am, I'm trying to, 
you know, like, like I know. Hold like on, a I have a blue. Yes, wait, I'll show you. Like this blue. Oh, yeah. Like a, like a, it's like a Royal Navy. Yeah, I don't like a Royal. The American like flag blue. blue. You hate it. You. Hate it. I hate. I hate America. That's my problem. Yeah. Oh, we're about to get flagged. I know. No, no. I love America, but I don't like blue. I don't like that kind of blue. Okay. Favorite ice cream flavor? Um, geez. You really are coming with the tough ones here. Well, uh, these are hard I mean, things. Instantly. Just call me Camille yeah. Vasquez. Who's that? Johnny Depp's lawyer. Come on, Jeff. Oh, okay, okay. Current events. Can I, can I can I answer like him then? So when you say <laughs> what kind of ice cream, I guess you want to know what. Now, um, I mean, instantly I was thinking vanilla, um, but um, I, I think I'd have to go with uh, banana. Banana is your favorite flavor. <laughs> yeah, I think so. We cannot be friends anymore. Well, there's there's oh. there's a low there's a flavor here to look. Well. There's a, there's a place here that serves um, vanilla blueberry crumble, which is very good. Ooh, that sounds amazing. I it's think amazing. It yeah. So I would say that's like my go-to in the last couple of years. But, but I love banana. Can we talk about the... Here's the thing. Banana is similar to watermelon for me. The actual fruit yeah, delicious. I get that. Anything flavored banana, like, ugh, ugh, it makes my... Like, my mouth is burnt. My jaw's burning. Just thought of it. It's like such a nasty, it's too sweet. And watermelon yeah. too, it's like, bleh. So strawberry and banana and watermelon flavor things I like. But you don't like the actual fruit? No, I do. I like the fruit oh. too. But I, I, yeah, if it's banana flavored, I'll try it. Hmm. I'm having a hard time yeah. understanding you. It's weird. It's okay. Hey, you're asking the, the power questions here. Well, get ready for this one. Least favorite ice cream flavor. <laughs> I loathe now. Um, when you don't prepare for these questions or don't think about it, well, first, first, I mean, you for know sure, why I multiple answers to your questions, right? For sure, a hundred percent. Anything would nuts. Anything would nuts. Like wow. you, I, 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 oh, <laughs> I can't even understand it. Like when I somebody's like, "Give me nuts." Oh, you, I, I've heard that before. Um, like when somebody orders mocha almond fudge, oh, I'm my like, God. I'm like, may God have mercy on your soul. Honestly. Like, I'm just like, it's so gross to me. Um, oh, it's my fave. Um, probably. Oh, geez. I don't know. I guess anything with nuts. Okay. Is yeah. Do you ready for this next one? Oh, what? I know. Wait, oh, no, I know. Any, okay. Anything with nuts or peanut butter. Oh, you know, I got to be honest. If there's a, an option with something with peanut butter, 100% of the time I'm going for it. And, and 100%. So is Kelly, by the way. But I will never, never. Because like if we were. I know you wouldn't we, eat my ice cream. Right. But, but uh, when we run out of ice cream in our house, which is very rare. <laughs> but. Um, I'll be like, oh, what flavor do you have? And she'll be like, oh, I have mine still, but it has peanut butter. I'm like, okay, well, that means we have nothing. Oh, Jeffrey. <laughs> okay. If you could be a food, what would you be? <laughs> if I could, um, 
Um, and please explain your answer. I think I'd like to be an enchilada. Okay. <laughs> because like I'm rolled up, I'm rolled up nice and toasty, but at the oh. same time, I'm you know cheesy enough to stretch. Wow. With just a dollop of whipped cream and sauce. You know what I mean? I like a little think- bit of character, but also some security. Totally. What I'm fascinated by and what our listeners would probably be fascinated by is it's hard to believe you didn't prepare these answers. I didn't prepare that I didn't one. I thought about this before. No, that one I haven't, but that's the one first thing that comes to mind. I mean, I love it. <laughs> okay. Ready? See, this is yeah. what you don't even know what's coming next. It could be something I don't. I mean, I certainly or... couldn't have predicted any of these. It could it could be something ridiculous or it could be something like what did you want I to know. be when you were little? Which is I know. Thing. What did you want to be when you were little? Um, a hundred percent a rock star, a musician. Really? Yeah, and um there's a story in my family that um in fourth grade or fifth grade it like i had an epiphany in my room where i'm like <gasps> and i was like i know my stage name and i ran out and i saw my dad in the hall i said i know what i, I know what my stage name is going to be he's like what and i said jeffrey reeks and oh. and uh and yeah and uh he's like you don't want to call yourself that it means you smell I'm like no <laughs> it doesn't my name's jeffrey reeks where did you come up with that I have no idea. Like, oh I, I mean, I was nine years old, eight years old, but a hundred percent. I literally thought I was going to be uh, a touring musician of some sort. And then when I started to get older and realized that that might not happen, that I might not be the next Bon Jovi, I really did think I was going to be a touring drummer, like a studio drummer. Did you? Um, yeah. You, you took drum lessons, I assume. Yep. yep. And did you ever take any other instrument like do you know how to play any other instruments yeah um i know how to play guitar uh-huh. um but i taught myself that and drums i taught myself as well but i also wanted to learn more about it so i took um i took um lessons by this drummer in the albany symphony and um he tried to like get me to you know formalize my music education but i just wanted to play like with you know famous songs and stuff yeah. like that but it was good. It was good. You know, but, but yeah, I really thought I'd be a studio drummer for like, you know, famous musicians, you know so what I mean? Cause there's a, there's a lot of studio musicians that like record yeah. or backup singers that record with famous people, yeah. but like they're not famous themselves. So what kept you from pursuing that? I wanted to eat and have a house. Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I mean, you know, as I got old, as, as I got like into college, and stuff like that, I actually started to change the music stuff to, to acting. And then I really thought, you know, and there were a couple of times I thought I would jump to try that, but um, I just, it's just, I had so many people in my life that I knew that I felt were um, way more talented than me and did try it and didn't make it. And, you know, it's tough, you know, even today, even as I approached this milestone birthday, I was telling Kelly, that, uh, you know, I, I really, you know, don't know if I'll ever regret that or not, you know, never trying for that. It's a tough one because, you know, even the most famous actors in the world, like they go through real quiet spots or down spots, you know, so so that's why I never did it because like I didn't want to struggle like that. Yeah. So plus I had you and Gaslight. Right. Well, I mean, talk about Big Brain. Oh. 
I mean, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> so I don't remember the original question. Oh, what did I want to be when I grow up? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So in that same vein. Yeah. What is your favorite or best childhood memory? Um, hmm. Well, I didn't know you in childhood, so. Oh, well, I I, I, that would make it harder. There, there um, was a time, I saw my friend Jeff last week after like, um, like in the fall, I saw him after a number of years. Then we saw each other again last week. He and I grew up together for, for the time we were three years old, like, which is 1975, by the way. And, um, and uh, we were talking about this a little bit, but it, there were kids, that, bigger, bigger kids, which probably meant like they were 12, that yeah. used to uh, pick on us, beat up on us, bully us and stuff yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Oh, we were, no when we were like, gotcha. when we were like eight and, okay. or nine and they were like 10 or 11 or something. And um, I'd have to say, like, you know, and we lived in the development that like kept expanding. And so there was always like these huge piles of dirt, like yeah. huge, like mountains of dirt because they were building houses. Right. And um, there was one day that like, it almost, you know, I, I've often thought about writing it as a script because I would call it the Dirt Hill Wars. And it's like, like on one mountain, you had these kids that always bullied us. And on us, it was like, I'm going over again, dude. You know, it was like, yeah, yeah. And, and it was like, you know, we, we fought all day, like just throwing things back and forth. And like somebody would run over to one hill and the other. And um, eventually the big kids, you know, left in our minds, they retreated, but they probably just got bored and left. But it was like, I remember all of us like jumping and like, like we won and like they never, to tell you the truth, they never did anything again after that. But like, uh, it was it was what I would think of in my head is, yeah. you know, the Dirt Hill Wars of like 81. It's so funny because I feel like that kind of stuff doesn't happen anymore. No, you know, I, know. Parents, I know. Parents are either too concerned to let their kids out, right? Or the kids right. are too preoccupied with gaming or whatever and don't want to be out. Totally. Like, like I... It, you know, for in you know, at least for me and my friends, and we've I've talked about this with them before. Is when you're little, it's like go outside, go play, like yeah. go outside, like you're sitting in front of the TV, like go outside, and we'd be outside till like it was like dark out. Well, till it was just getting dark out. We were outside all day if it was like summer. Yeah, yeah. and it's just I mean, and I'm sure in some neighborhoods, like where I sure. live, we don't we're not in the neighborhood. We're kind of set back, and we have trails. Right. But our kids entertain each other and we, we have them go with outside. They do a little inside outside. But, you know, I think if we lived in like a, a neighborhood, um, I don't know how I'd feel about just saying like, hey, go see a see a dinner because yeah. there's so much evil in the world. That's it, I know that sounds so no, ridiculous. Of course. I don't know. It's, it's tough to it's tough as a parent. You want those days back, but that's just not the world we live in. I know. I know. And I, and I can appreciate that. I really can, you know, I, you don't see that much. And um, I'm sure, you know, we were always like just getting into our own adventures, but like there was no cell phones and video games were so like new and archaic and expensive. And so we were outside doing our own thing, creating our own stuff. And, you know, I also, you know, we're, was friends with very theatrical kids. So like we always did play, we always did plays and stuff like that. So it was fun. All right. Well, not to bring down the mood, but in the, no, bring it down. Worst childhood memory. 
Um, hmm. Worst childhood memory. I would have to say all of seventh grade. <laughs> oh, okay. Let's talk about yeah. it. Yeah. Oh let's no, I. Oh, I just hated middle school. I, 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 with a, with a passion, with a passion. But seventh grade, you know, was just so tough, and uh, just like every day, I hated it. I hated it. Like I, you know, it was one of those things that I consciously knew I had to go because it's actually literally the law. Right. But like, I remember being like, I can't get out of here. I can't leave this, but I have to do it. And I don't want to do it. And isn't it so funny at that age, it feels like never ending. Like, yeah, this is what my whole life, you know, and it's (laughs) such a blip, you know, now we're 40 and 50 and talking about our, our, our lives and it's like seventh grade was such a blip but when you're in it man you're yeah well you know I feel bad you know I know like when I was younger like there was talk of suicide and stuff like that but now you know it seems to be happening more and more with teenagers and it it plays on what you were saying of like it feels like you'll never get out of it so like you know it's that that's why I worry that like I, I, under, I, I, I'm not saying I was suicidal. I'm saying that I get the feeling of it never ending in your trap. Yeah. Right. You so, think that's, yeah. that's, that's because you can't, your, your brain isn't even developed enough to understand there's more to life when you're in it. Right. Exactly. Just, and I have three of those in my house right now. Boy, they are right. a full of joy. Yeah, I'm, sure. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. But you know, it's, that was a, you know, that that is a whole year but if there's actually one single memory you know and i brought this up to kelly many times is i uh, when i was real little i was uh i had to have surgery and they kept telling me that i'd be wearing a bionic man mask you know what i mean which there was there in the 70s there was a show called the the million dollar yeah. man yeah and yeah. with uh lee majors it yep. was very popular and like he would go slow motion to think you know like have his power they're like, oh, you're going to wear the bionic man mask. And I'm just like, oh, that is so cool. Turns out it was an oxygen mask. And I remember being like, you know, them putting it, you know, I just remember this big hand like coming down with like the map. And like, it actually was so traumatizing that now I purposely pick apart words. Like I, it was actually something that like put me on the trajectory to really listen to what were people saying, because like, it, you, I realized then you could be saying something that I'm interpreting differently than what you're saying. And oh, so oh. I thought it was something cool, but it was actually something um, incredibly uh, fear inducing. And, you know, you know, it's one of those things that like, I, I it was the seventies, <laughs> yeah. but like, I think people are more honest with children now. Mm-hmm. Not, yeah. not that they were lying purposely to hurt me or something. Oh, it's a shift in like, culture and society. And right, right, right. So that would be the number one worst memory. Wow. Isn't yeah. it crazy how we hang on to those things? For sure. Our brains just absorb. For sure. And it, de- and, and it literally had a correlate. I didn't actually realize it until many years later that that was where I started really pick. Like somebody will say like, you know, hey, what's up? And I'll be like, what's up? It, like, I, you know, it's just, I really listen to what people are saying. Or like, yeah. if somebody if like the other day, you texted me and I was like, are you upset at me? And you're like, no, what? I'm working. Yeah. yeah. But, but the way you had worded something, like I picked it apart. I'm like, oh, she must be upset about something. Oh. Yeah. So. Be mad at Jeff again. Yeah. 
But the Dirt Hill Wars, that was that was a good one. The what? The Dirt Hill Wars was better oh, than the Bionic Man Mask. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay, this this one might take a little while. Okay. I want you to list all of the jobs you've ever had. Okay. <laughs> in order. Well, if I can and, remember. And hold on. And you don't have to do this for each one, but if there's like a a quick memory you want to share from each one or from any, okay, put them in the timeline. And right. oh, wow, Katie. Um, <laughs> so my first job that I got, you know, a check for and stuff like that was at Grand Union, okay, in um, which is now Hannaford. Um, and is there a Hannaford up your way? Don't have any idea what the words you're saying. Okay. There's, there's, there's a, um, Grand Union is like, was like Wegmans. Okay. Right. And then it turned into Hannaford, which oddly is all, also in Boston, where I am now okay. in the area I'm now. But anyways, I was a bottle boy. Okay. And that was before like bottle machines where you just brought your recyclables. Yeah. And it was me and a couple other dudes and we were behind a desk and it just smelled like stale beer and stale soda and oh, stale yeah. everything you could smell be. it. I can smell right. it. Right. And I was like, you know, I was literally 16. I had just turned 16 or maybe yeah. even 15. And um, yeah, I mean, I was probably in the best shape of my life because all summer we were lifting these huge bins of bottles over, you yeah. know, our heads and just dumping them. And the one memory I remember, you know, somebody would bring it back and like, I get five, 10, 15, 20, and you give them like $2 or $5 or whatever yeah. it is. But I remember the kid I was working with um, got um, fired because he was stealing from the, from the cash register. Yeah. And they gave him the choice. They were either going to call the cops or he could quit. So he, so he didn't get fired. He quit, but that's the quick, oh that's my the quick God. one of that. Okay. Yeah. And then, um, uh, I think the next one was after I started driving, I worked at a, a place called Teams and Tees in Crossgates Mall in Albany. And I remember I wore a tie to the interview for this t-shirt place. <laughs> and later I remember um, a kid I was working with was like, um, yeah, dude, we thought you were like a nerd because like you wore a tie to the interview. And, but the manager's like, isn't that nice that he wore a tie to the interview? <laughs> um, and that's what we do. We would put like, you know, we had like these steam, um, um, machines to put yeah. people's name on the back yeah. of things yeah. and stuff like iron-ons and stuff uh -huh. so and then because I was already in the mall community thank you yeah, um we... I wanted to upgrade and I I applied at American Eagle Outfitters <gasps> and um it. What? yeah oh yeah Jeff yeah. I worked at American Eagle stop I didn't know this about our history oh really I don't have we ever have we ever no, I guess not no this is crazy. Okay, keep going again. Wait, how long you, did you work there? How, how long? long did you work there? Yeah, I worked Roughly. there from. I think I was sixteen. I was sixteen till eighteen. Yeah, and then I went back during college because my old boss was at a different store, and I had like needed a different job, and so I contacted her and then I worked there again for probably like nine months six or nine months. I, I get it I get it so I liked I, I actually really enjoyed it tell you the truth like I thought it was great yeah and, and but then um I actually started working like on the weekends or vacations and stuff for my dad's accounting firm um like running errands and like doing admin work and stuff like that not full-time but like here and there yep 
And um, geez, I feel like there's like so many. Oh, and then I worked at Friendly's, of course. <gasps> yeah. Okay. And I got I got fired because <gasps> I stood up. I stood up to the manager because he kept picking on this one girl on staff. Yeah. And finally, like I had my moment where I'm like, you know, you can't talk to women that way and all that kind of stuff. And I got, I, I instantly got fired, like instantly. And um, but that was my moment where I'm like, wait, but I still want to make a check. I know. And so, also, I really miss there's no more friendlies around here. I don't know. I know. Same, there, same. Is there there's some somewhere, right? There's one that I found like 20 miles from here. That's not far from you, Jeff. Why aren't you going there? Um, no, you're right. It wasn't that good when we went last time. So yeah. I don't know. But it I, used to be prevalent. When I was pregnant for Liam, every week my aunt would take me to Friendly's and I would get buffalo chicken strips with extra sauce, French fries, and uh, and a, um, a iced coffee fribble. Yeah, and I did the same, except I wasn't pregnant. <laughs> and I gained 30 pounds. I'm sure. No, my thing, my thing was always the, um, the honey, the honey barbecue chicken milk. Yes. Yes. Wait, memory coming back at me. Okay. Remember we used to go to friendlies after work events. Sometimes I remember going there with you. Yes. Did we? Yes. Yep. Because we I'm, went I'm with, sure. I mean, um, it makes sense. <laughs> we went with a with a coworker who I may or may have not told I would never be friends with. Yeah. Oh, really? Yes. I didn't know that. Yep. Wow. That's and crazy. I believe somebody named Sharon. You and I went with a Sharon. Oh, yeah. My an ex girlfriend of mine. Yeah. Yeah, I think. Yeah, we definitely went yes. to Friendly's because you were living in Greece and it was up the road. No, it couldn't have been because no, shit, that wouldn't have been overlap. But we definitely went to the Greece one. Anyway, okay. I miss Friendlies, everyone. Yes, that's what this is about. Really, that's what this is about missing Friendlies. Okay, so after Friendly, wait. Uh, then I moved. Then I moved to California, uh-huh. and um, for a little while, and I worked. Um, well, this is a funny story. I got a job. Um, at this place called Crazy Shirts, which is an upscale t-shirt, sports shirt type of place. Uh-huh. It's based out of Hawaii, but they had places in San Francisco. And, and um, I got the job, um, but then I also applied for another job at, um, uh, to be a, uh, a busboy at a place called Alcatraz Bar and Grill on Pier 39. Wow. And so therefore, I took that job and went back to the job I had just been hired at. I didn't even start, but I was uh, the girl I traveled across the country with. Um, I said, listen, I can't take this job, but my friend is um, looking for a job and she's amazing. And they gave her that job. So, um, yeah. How nice of you there. Well, thank you. So I worked at Alcatraz Bar and Grill and to make extra money, I would play my guitar on the wharf at night and leave my case open. And um, people would just like throw money in. And then like, that's how we would eat like a lot of the time. Yeah, yeah. Wow, and then, then I moved to Boston um, and worked two jobs. I worked, um, I worked at the Disney store. Um, yep. And my, my, uh, my, um, my task was Plush Mountain. Loved Plush Mountain, man. Yeah, well, that was me. Love it. You and, did a great um, job on stacking those animals. You. Thank you. And then I also worked in, in um, the bull market in Quincy Market, which there are little stands in Quincy Market. And I worked at one that sold, sold porcelain, porcelain animals. 
And so like when all the other shops would, well, the other carts would close at night, it would take me another hour because I had to wrap each individual porcelain oh, animal that wow. was on display. Yeah. <laughs> so oh there's God. that. That doesn't you sure you want me to keep going with this? I do. Okay. Okay. And then in 1980, no, um, no. I'm trying to think of the trajectory here. You don't have to then, get necessarily from each one, but yeah, what was next? This is fascinating to me. Well, then I went um, to school, and, but but then I um, dropped out of school and worked. I, I worked for my dad's uh, accounting company, literally as an admin full time, um, mm -hmm. and like just did like just kind of wasted my years away there for a little while. But also learned a lot of office work. Sure. And um, stuff like that, and and uh, responsibility, and how business works. Yep. But I, you know, I didn't really. I wasn't involved with the business. Really, I was just like secretarial type yeah. of stuff for like three years, and then I worked for a radio station. I worked for a theater as the um, um, house manager, uh -huh. and then I went back to school. <laughs> uh huh. And then right out of school, that's when I met. Uh, that's when I got into the legislature. Well, um, and, um, you know, and next thing I know, there was this girl behind me working in Katie. <laughs> and um, so I worked in the, you know, majority office for years and then the clerk's office with a mutual friend of ours. And then um, um, trying to think, oh, then I worked for the parks department within the county. Got right? about that. Yeah, yeah. And to tell you the truth, I love, uh, just to pause for a second, I did love that job. And I could have done that for the rest of my life. Really? Right? In parks? Yeah, for sure. I loved it. I like loved Parks it. and Rec? Yeah, it kind of was, actually, because that show came out years after. Yeah. But, but you know, um, my boss at the time, Larry, yep. um, I really loved working for him. And um, I just loved the whole thing. The only thing is, yeah, as you know, it was connected to a bigger machine. Yeah. <clears throat> and I, <clears throat> That's a way to put it. <clears throat> I'm, I don't know why I'm not choking up. I'm not, like, I'm not getting like emotional about this. Like all the memories of this are making me. Right. I know. Um, but, and I just didn't want to be part of that bigger machine anymore. Yep. So um, I had called, I was, I was um, um, the youth and youth group advisor for my temple. And I called to see if they were hiring at all. And they said, we're not, but the Jewish Federation is. So I called over the Jewish Federation. I wound up talking to a guy. And like to make an incredibly long story short, um, I, I wound up working there as the young development director. Wow. And um, then as the story goes in a lot of places, I met a girl and um, moved back to Albany and um, got involved as being um, uh, executive director of a uh, small temple. Mm -hmm. Then I started um, not being fulfilled at that at that place as much as I thought I want to do so then I put my like shingle out there and a larger temple in Albany um took notice and I started working for them and I loved it and um but then you know um Boston came calling and um you know I actually was going to get out of the temple business at that time mm -hmm. but then um I saw this you know major temple with like you know 1400 members 3000 individuals and I wondered what it would be like to be executive director of that. And, um, you know, I put my hat in the ring and I got that. And I've been doing that ever since. And that, you know, that was over five years ago now. Wow. So you did say this one would take a while. 
Yeah, well. And I think there were a few things in between too, but that was, those were the highlights. But from fribbles to temples, you've had quite the ride. Yes, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. All right. Well, see, I said I was going to mix it up. You're like, why did I ask that question? No, no, this is good because now we have a couple of quick hits. Are you ready? Okay. This is like quick fire. You ready? Yep. Okay. Ferris Bueller or Lloyd Dobler? Dobler? How do you say it? Lloyd Dobler. Yeah. Yeah. So it's Lloyd Dobler's from Say Anything, right? Right. Right. Ferris Bueller all day. Okay. Breakfast Club or 16 Candles? Breakfast Club. 100%. I grew up in that. Oh, yeah. I I actually remember going to... um, going to the movies to see that and my my buddy brian and i we walked in we were with his parents totally crowded theater on a saturday night and um we were at the concession stand we walked in and down in front his dad stands up and goes brian over here oh my and brian's God. and my friend brian's like sit down just sit down sit down <laughs> to me and i'm like but they're there and he's like no no brian over here oh my gosh that's amazing <laughs> so yeah we sat down in place all right, so this question isn't on my list, but now I have to ask it. What's the first movie you ever saw in a theater go? In a theater? I don't know. You don't I know? I know the first movie. I, I, um, I, I want to say Star Wars. Really? In 1977, when I was five. Yeah. I remember it, but the, I'm told the first movie I ever saw was at a drive-in. It was The Apple Dumpling Gang with Don Knotts and Tim Conway. Amazing. Yeah, which makes a lot of sense if you think about it. It really does, actually. <laughs> okay, more of those. Ace Ventura or Dumb and Dumber? I know you love Jim Carrey. I've never seen Ace Ventura. What? So No, I just, I don't know. I don't dig Jim Carrey comedy. I know you don't, but I had to ask. Okay, so Dumb and yeah, Dumber. No, but but uh, but Dumb and Dumber. I like Dumb and Dumber. Okay. I, I, you know what's funny is I like Jim Carrey in serious roles. Yeah. You know, like the I'm Truman Show. Yeah. Okay. I'm just not, I just don't like like Will Ferrell comedies, Jim Carrey comedies. I'm just I don't dig it. Like people love Anchorman. I hate Anchorman. Well, we can still be friends, but <laughs> no, I actually, to be honest, I don't actually love Anchorman, and I I try to be like yeah, but I don't. No, I get it. It's just like when you I don't know when people try over the top that much. It's just so it's too much. I'm with you. Yes. All right, this one's gonna be really really hard for you. Okay. Batman or Riddler? Oh boy. I know. So what came to mind is a Funko Pop. It's a Batman figure with Riddler costume. No. All right. All right. Fine. <laughs> no, no. I, I, I would have to see the Riddler. Okay. Okay. And you know, the picture I have right next to me is of your son's drawing. And it has all the machinations of the kind of the Riddler um um oh, happenings in movies and tv that i love maybe you really captured it by the way yeah he he does he does a good job that kid <laughs> if only he didn't make me lose my damn mind half the time yeah well besides that yeah okay cat or dog so funny you say that i i you know before 2008 i would have said cat because dogs were nothing to me like yeah. that wouldn't even be a question but, you know, um, my dog Sherlock and now my dogs Bailey and Moki, you know, the, uh, now I'm a dog person. But I love all animals, really. So, but I would, I would, yeah, that's a tough one. But I guess now I'm a dog person. Dog man. Yeah. Well, I mean, yes, yeah, so 
I know the answer to this, but I have to ask it anyways. Okay. It's on my list. Chocolate or vanilla? Vanilla. Carrots, sure. carrots or celery? <laughs> I don't understand the question. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. Um, <laughs> I want to say celery, but it like gets in your teeth and oh, it's like, it's all like stringy. So I'm going to go with carrots. The only reason I ever eat celery, this is a true story. I know what you're going to say. What? With, because you have to eat with peanut butter. No. Ugh. Oh. Ugh. Oh, I don't I know. Peanut butter. I've seen I people do it. Celery so much. Ants on a log. Disgusting. But, <laughs> but celery, I like to use as the mechanism to dunk into the blue cheese and the rest of the buffalo sauce. So then yes, I, I get that. only because I want more of those things and it would be weird to use a spoon that I get. Okay. You okay. should have led with that. <laughs> yeah. Coffee or soda. Um, co- I don't drink soda. So coffee. Wait, I thought it was the other way around. Do you drink? Coffee? I used to drink diet soda all the time. And no coffee. I, uh, no, I always drink coffee. Not always. I mean, like when I was four, I wasn't drinking coffee, but yeah, um, yeah I drink like I, let me start over. I gave up soda in 2017. Okay. And I haven't, I, I've had a sip here and there, but it like now it's funny is when I have a sip here and then I'm like, Oh, I'm like, how did I drink something so harsh all the time? Yeah. Now, I, now my drink of choice is crystal light lemonade. And coffee, but not together. I, I'll have coffee in the morning. I used to drink it black. Now I have splendid skin milk with it. Like it. Yeah. Okay. This is going to be. We're getting into some doozies. All right. Ready? Yeah. Favorite action movie of all time? Uh, I don't really dig action movies, but surprise. surprise. Um, um, hmm. Favorite action movie. I, I really like Last Action Hero with Arnold Schwarzenegger because there, it's action, uh-huh. but it's also, do you know, what, do you know that movie? I don't. I'm sorry. I've, this is so bad. it's a movie. It's a movie about making a movie. So like the kids watching the movie yeah. with Arnold Schwarzenegger, but then he goes into the movie and like he realizes that everything that's happening is actually real. But let, so I don't know. It's like an action movie, but it also has a different take, like a science fiction take on it. So I, I kind of like it. But but if I, if I had, you know, if I really think about it, like just pure action, I think the first Mission Impossible with Tom Cruise was my favorite one. So funny. My husband watches that a lot. I'm like, the first one? Yeah. He just really likes it. Yeah, I dig the first one. Like at night, if he's working or he needs something on in the background, he puts that on a lot. I I, I actually get it. I think it's a really, it's just a solid movie. And what's funny is I I remember seeing like one or two more, and I know there's a bunch of Mission Impossibles. But um, um, yeah, I would say the second one is uh, Skyfall. With uh, with Daniel Craig as James yep. Bond. Seven, yeah. That's one of the things I want to do is watch all the James Bond movies. Well, uh, have fun. <laughs> <laughs> okay, favorite rom com of all time. Oh, that's a tough one, dude. I know, but see, uh, I knew that. I knew these are these are. Yeah, different. that is a tough one. My favorite rom com movie. There's so many good ones. Come on. Like, what's like, what's yours? Mine? Yeah. Well, Sweet Home Alabama is, like, one of my favorite movies ever. Yeah, that's a good one. 
I feel like I don't know, like what's a good rom-com movie? Also, P.S. I love you. Oh, love it. Really? Yeah, love it. Oh, the movie. Yep. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, there's a movie called Definitely Maybe. Yes. That, that I, would, I think it's with Ryan Reynolds. I like that one a lot. Yep. That's okay. what came to mind when you said it. Okay, then let's go with that. But I feel like I'm, I, I might go back. Okay. Well, if you okay. if you need to go back to it, let's go back to it. Okay. Favorite animated film of all time. Ooh. Ooh, gee whiz. You got some good ones here. I know. By the um, way, this all on my own. I didn't look up lists or anything. I was gonna say you copy and pasted a whole bunch. Oh, dude, I didn't. No, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um favorite animated movie. I feel like when we answer all the wrong ones and later I'd be like, damn it. I, should have said I know. Um, I, oh, I feel like any Pixar movie, but like, cause it's so good. Like even if, even if I don't dig it, I dig it because they're so well done. So well done, yeah. Um, um, I think is Toy Story 2 the one with um, the girl cowboy? Yes. That's, that came to mind when you, in, oh, wow. in the prospector. Yep. It is? That's the one? Yeah. Or is it Toy yeah. Story 3? No, that's two. That's the best one, in my opinion. Yeah, I want to say, I, I might say, no, I think Monsters University. Love Monsters University. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with that. Okay. Favorite musical? But I feel like that's not fair. because oh. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite musical? Not musical, movie, musical. Musical, period. Could be a movie. Could be a just show. Could be both. So I've been obsessed with Hades Town this past year. Like that's been my go-to. Okay. What? Well, I've never seen it. I have no like. I feel like Hades Town, Beetlejuice, and like what? What's this obsession? No, with? wait, wait, wait. Two very different musicals. No, I know, but it's like the dark, like. Well, Beetlejuice is like I, the pop. Let me just qualify that. I loved Beetlejuice as a kid the movie loved yeah. which looking yeah. back like why wasn't anyone parenting me enough to not to tell me not to watch that <laughs> but anyways that I digress that's yeah, a whole I mean, Beetlejuice show. is like a pop musical based on a popular movie Hades Town is based on Greek mythology um about Eur yeah about um Eurycity I'm saying it wrong Eurycides or something and it's just like this amazing like this very deep musical where the other one's like dark you no know, um yeah i mean it's about hell yeah right <laughs> um but it's a it's a greek tragedy it's based on an old greek tragedy and okay. the music like so i started listening to music and then just on a whim i looked up like you know hades town boston to see if, so the vacuum just started again <laughs> hi kelly so anyways Hades, um, so, and it was here, and by the time I saw it, I could, like, mouth all the words because I knew the music, so I've been obsessed with that. However, um, the best musical for me is still Sunset Boulevard. Mm. Um, I love that musical. Classic. Yeah. Hey, this wasn't on my list either. What's your least favorite musical of all time? West Side Story. Really? I hate West Side Story so much. Okay. That's fair. It's I fair. know it's good. I know it's good. I know it's supposed to be good. I saw the original one. I saw yeah. the movie. I saw the new one. I haven't seen the new one. I'm afraid to watch it. Oh, I just can't stand it. I can't stand anything about it. Nothing about it appeals to me. 
I know, like, it's not fair to say I just can't backlash. You're gonna it. get backlash. I am. I am. I hate it. All oh, right. I hate it. It Do makes me cringe. It, Do you hate it? No, I hate it. I hate it. Okay. There was no question what it was. West Side Story. Okay. All right. Favorite favorite stage play of all time. Non-musical. So there's two. Um, one is called Skyfall by David Hare. Okay. And the other one is called Beasts on the Moon, which is about um, um, the Armenian genocide. And um, I saw uh, both at Capitol Rep in Albany. Uh-huh. And um, I've never been able to find the play Beasts on the Moon since then, uh-huh. but I have been able to find Skyfall. And um, I was able to do a radio version of it uh, uh, in college, a um, radio play version of it. Yeah. It's cool. really good. Great. I've never heard of either, yeah. but I'll have to figure it out. Yeah. Okay. Favorite TV series of all time. So, so, <laughs> so tough. <laughs> um, I guess I got it. You know, it's the one I watched this past year. It's called Money Heist on Netflix. Okay. And um, it's a terrible, terrible title. And the trailer makes it look so trashy. But it's so well done. And it like takes everything of all the genres of like uh, romance, comedy, drama, action, um, and puts it into this like incredible series. And like it's it's from Spain, it's in Spanish. Uh-huh. Um, I think it was good. I didn't understand anything they were saying. But <laughs> no, I, no, it's it's excellent. Before that, I was saying the show Succession was my favorite one. Okay. But not but when I watched Money Heist, I would have to ch- I change it to that. Okay. Favorite music artist of all time. Favorite music artist? Yep. Like a solo performer? Yeah, and then add on your favorite band. Um, or group. Yeah. Like, I'm sure, you know, like, I don't want to leave out boy bands, so it doesn't have to be a band. Yeah, so I, you know, three come to mind is Mick Jagger, Sting, and Phil Collins. Okay. And if I had to pick one, I would pick uh, Sting. Okay as my favorite and um i got to see him in concert with him and annie lennox up in rochester wow or no not in rochester up farther um six flags what's the name of that it's like buffalo area darian lake yeah the buffalo area right and then um my favorite group the grateful dead of course of course okay ready yeah favorite food um mexican no, like an, item, like an item, not Oh, kind of- I mean, I can't say enchilada because I already would be one. Well, so uh, that I mean, there's no, there's no question that my favorite food is pizza. Like when, when in doubt, I'm always like, I guess I get pizza. Like yeah. what's for dinner? I guess I get pizza. So, so um, it's not good for you and there are healthier versions, but Whatever, it's delicious. That's my favorite one. Least favorite food ever in the history of ever. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, an item. Yep. Uh, oh, well, that's an that's a genre or a cuisine. Um, uh, olives. Olives. Oh, like black olives. Mm. Uh. Uh-uh. Favorite alcoholic drink. I don't drink. I know you don't, but you used to. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Um. I don't know. I mean. 
my brother would say that it used to be Maduri sour, which was he's like you gotta oh. have man strength. Oh. But it, I oh, guess it was the vomit right now. <laughs> oh, the green, the neon green radioactive. Yes, yes, oh, exactly. God. You got it. Well, my you got it. Jowls are burning from thinking about it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess that. Yeah. Okay. What time do you usually go to bed? So I know it's crazy, but my average is 1 32 in the morning. Okay. What time? Yeah, do you that, and that, that's been like for since I was like 16. Wow. Yeah. I just, I try going a bit earlier and then I just lay there until that time, anyways. Yeah. So now I just kind of accept it. What time do you usually get up? Um, probably about 8 30, 8, 8, I would say. Okay. It depends if it's the weekend or not. Right. On the weekend. Yeah. If it's the weekend, you know, you know, nine, eight, eight, nine, but like I've also been known to sleep till two. So. Wow. I wish. I yeah, could. I know. It's crazy. All right. What's your morning routine? Typical morning routine. Um, um, Jesus. Uh, I'm trying to think, you know, get ready for work like everybody else. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, grab my coffee, um, which, uh, Kelly makes for me now. Aww. And, uh, in my travel mug, I grab it, um, listen to two podcasts on the way into work, which is one is called up first from NPR okay. about like the headlines of the day. And the other one is called the daily from the New York times, um, which is like, it highlights something. So like it, you know, it's highlighted, um, the war in Ukraine or the unfortunate shootings recently. Um, but they always go into something big. So it's, it's like a nine minute po podcast followed by like a 30 minute podcast. Cause I have like a 40 minute commute. Okay. Mm -hmm. What do you usually eat for breakfast? I don't actually. Okay. I have coffee and sometimes a banana, but I'm not hungry in the morning. And I know like they're like breakfast is the most important part of the day and all that. But I, I just, I don't. I don't I'm really not a eat breakfast. breakfast person either. No, no. I mean, I enjoy breakfast food. I just don't want to eat first thing. I do too, and I will eat it later. But like eating a big meal in the morning, or even a a light meal in the morning, seems like so much. I'm not hungry. Yeah. I mean, coffee, yeah, and sometimes a banana, but that's about it. Yep. Okay. Next question. All right. Have Have you ever done yoga? Um, yes. Once, um, there was a, when we lived in Waltham, um, there was a, the library was giving a free, uh, yoga thing. So we went and like when we had to do a certain pose or something, I fell down the hill. Like it had a little hill in front and Kelly was like, you know, she's very kind. So she's always, she was like, um, well, there was an incline. You can't do, you know, yoga on that. I'm like, no, I'm like a weeble. And I fell down. <laughs> so like as soon as I and I was the only guy there and like I just left I went and sat in the car I like pouted the whole time because oh. like I like went backwards and like almost flipped over and never so, yeah. did yoga again no never did yoga again needless to say for your birthday you're not hoping for a new yoga mat no 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 uh hold on I have to text my husband to return that gift yes um Okay. Tell me your most epic memory 
from working in the place that shall not be named, which has now been named. Okay. Which is the legislature, everyone. The legislature. Um, I mean, <laughs> I, I, you know, there are people that are on my friends list that will listen to this okay. that were involved then. Okay. That some of them have to deal with those stories. So, and okay. some I can't repeat, but, um, geez, Katie, um, I, I would say, How I would about say a, a most epic story you can share. Okay. I, I will, this is going to sing true to you is I, um, epic or I would, I'm going to change it to favorite is when, um, we had to make calls, right. For certain things. And, um, sometimes, you know, when we got to like, sometimes sit in the same area yep. and when we would make those calls, I think, you know, some of those were some of the most epic nights yep. because of the fact that, um, um, you know, we did what we had to do, but also had fun with it. Yeah. You know, so at the end of a phone call, sometimes I would say, um, and now please hold for the song. <laughs> and what I found, what funny is people really thought it was part of it. Like they didn't say what they would just let, you know, and I'd be like, and now the end is near, <laughs> you know, or, you know, um, you know, at the end I would say like, what's your favorite ice cream, vanilla right. or chocolate? They'd be like, uh, chocolate or something <laughs> like that. So it would, you know, or we do different accents, right. Yeah. Cause we still got the information we need to get. It was just, we did, <laughs> we made it fun. And, I think that's the whole part of like any, because I didn't enjoy my time uh, there, surprise, surprise. Mm -hmm. But I think that's, it was a lesson in the fact that like, you can make something bearable if you can figure out a way to make it bearable and you made it bearable. Oh, thanks friend. Same to you. We had some And I'll never forget, I'll never forget my stomach was hurting one night and you you might not remember this. Okay. And, um, and you said, oh, you need ginger ale. And I said, I'll go get it. You go, no, no, you need to have ginger ale. You need the bubbles to be out of it. Yeah. So you actually stirred the soda until all the bubbles were at. Yes. And then you gave it to me. I thought that I just remember that being so like nice. You know, what's so funny is I would do the same thing now, but I don't remember that, but I would be like, yeah, oh, you need I to totally remember that. that. My grandma yeah. used to do that for me. Yeah. Well, well, there you go. Okay. If you could have one superpower, what would it be? <laughs> I'm going back to my nine-year-old self, x-ray yeah. vision. Okay. All right, Jeffrey. All right. So here's the thing. I, you know, I was a comic book collector when I was little. Before yeah. I knew comic books were like a geek, cool thing to do. Yeah. And the, back then it was just nerdy. Yep. <laughs> In the back of the comic books uh, was this uh, ad. And it, it was a guy with like glasses on, right? Yeah, and it, he it was looking at his hand, but it was also looking at a girl in a dress. And I was like, if I could just get that, <laughs> my life would be solved. And I remember, I remember, uh, I wanted to order it, but I had no idea how. I had no money. Yeah. And I'm like, does anybody understand this invention is out there? <laughs> <laughs> well, if it if it ever becomes available. No, no. Now it would be like really creepy. Real creepy. Yeah. Real right. Creepy. Yeah. Okay. Next question. We're getting there. We're, we've eight more. How are we doing on time? Okay. We doing okay on time? We're doing okay on time. All right. Who is the best person you've ever met? Okay. The best <laughs> person I ever met. Yeah. 
Oh, wow. And you, I'm leaving that open to interpretation. Yeah. I'm like totally speechless here. The best person I ever met. Yeah. Well, I aim to. There was a guy, there was a guy in New York City. Um, like I said, I used to play guitar on the street and I did the same in New York City. And this guy like came up to me and um, was kind of digging what I was doing. But he also had a guitar. So he started playing. Next thing I know, he and I are playing on the subways in New York City. And he had like no fear, right? Like he was like when the subway started going, he'd be like, okay, folks. No, not okay, folks. That was somebody else. Um, he'd be like, you know, welcome to tonight's performance. And then he would just start playing. And at the end, he just, you know, when it got to the next time, he'd be like, if you appreciated our music, we sure could use a dime or something. And we yeah. did that all, all over New York City. And I, I, I just thought, you know, he was, he was homeless too, by the way. And um, he had no fear to entertain. He just like, just like, that's what he did. He had, he just did it. And, you know, he found audiences on public transportation stuff. And I was supposed to meet him the next day. And I went to where I was supposed to go at the time and he never showed up, but it was like a moment where I was like, you know, that I, it almost seemed surreal. Like, it, you know, I don't know if he's the best guy. He was definitely an influential guy. Okay. That's a good answer. Yeah. I hope he's listening. I hope he's okay. Um, here's a doozy. All right. If you could change one law, what would it be? Uh, I don't think that people should have the right to own guns. I don't, okay. I don't, I don't think private citizens should have the right to own guns. I don't, and, and if they do, if I would lose that fight, they certainly don't need AR, whatever they are, like these, these assault rifles. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I hate guns. Yeah. Do you? We all yeah. I, I know. Okay. What keeps you up at night? Rain sounds. No. Um, <laughs> I wasn't thinking in that vein, but. You know, I think you and I have talked about it before and I've talked about it with Kelly and, you know, just like sometimes I'm laying there and like everything's so peaceful and I'm like anything could change with anyone at any moment. And yeah. it, it scares the crap out of me that like the next text, the next phone call, the next day, the next year, the, like, and, you know, it's like I just sometimes want to freeze time be like everything's okay right this I know. second. And I just am like, I know, like I don't want people to stop growing or stop getting older or you know life to move on and develop. But it's just so fright. It's it's frightening and uh, exciting to me that life can change in a moment. But like mm -hmm. life can change in a moment. So that keeps me up. I I completely get that. Yeah. What. I hate the way this is worded. Okay. Didn't what, you write it? Yeah. What excites you? But I don't mean. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. No, I don't mean. You no, know, I, you know, I, I can answer this. I think I actually think piggybacking what I just said. Like, I just wrote, I just watched this um, um, two part um, documentary on Theodore Roosevelt, and he met every day saying, bring it up right and this is somebody that like his mother and his wife died on the same day right and um 
he, he, you know, he was governor of New York. He was a police commissioner in New York. He was president of the United States. And he was, you know, he actually was a, a, a guy, um, a kid that had asthma and couldn't go out and play, but yet he became a frontiersman and a president. Like, I just, like, I think in the same vein as I was talking about that, anything could change. Every, like, I know it's so cliche, like, every day's a new day. And, but, like, I really am, like, when somebody's, like, upset about traffic or upset about their job or upset about, like, something somebody did to them, it's like, but you get to be in the game of life. Yes. And, like, isn't that exciting? Like, isn't it just kind of, like, some people don't and some people are gone already? And, like, yes. just the fact that you get to be stuck in traffic mm-hmm. um, is just exciting. Like, play it. Bring it on. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Okay. What's your biggest regret? This interview. No. Um, I think that, you know, it's hard, just like everybody that we've asked, you know, it's hard to say because you wouldn't be who you are now. But like, if, you know, but, you know, everybody has regret. I would say, uh, I think that in my early 20s, I wish that I had just went to New York or LA and tried acting because like I was, I eventually dropped out of school anyways, and then wound up working in my dad's accounting firm. So like, why not drop out and go try something I wanted to try it? Right. You know what I mean? Instead of like learning how to be the best admin I could be. (laughs) (laughs) I get that, but we all do think we need to do at the time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What's your biggest win? Um, I, I've had a, a, a lot of them. Thank God. I've been very blessed with it. But I think the one that the one like knee jerk reaction when you said that was when I was in college, I ran for president of the student government. So there was, you know, freshman, sophomore, junior, senior, they had presidents of each class. But then there was the student government that oversaw the whole thing, the umbrella. And I ran for president of student government against the incumbent. And I won. And um, I just remember being on literally cloud nine, 10, 11, 12, 13. Like I was like, it was like, you know, it was a small school in upstate New York near Syracuse, Casanova Rocks. Yep. Um, but <laughs> like to me, you know, it's a college in any college is a subculture. Yep. And, you know, it's just kind of like, you know, winning that in my small world was so, it just, it changed the way I looked at like, trying things when I didn't know if I had a chance and trying it anyways, because you never know. And that was my biggest one, I would say. Great, Mr. President. Thank you. Name three people who inspire you. Mo, Larry. (laughs) (laughs) No. um, So I've thought about this because, you know, this is something we ask at the end. Huh? of our interviews and so i'm definitely you know you won't be surprised to hear this for based on our other male interviews but my father uh-huh. you know and um you know he is uh the smartest man i know and he's all he, you know he's always right even if it takes years to figure it out for me yeah uh and you know he's my best friend he's my inspiration and like uh, if i could just be you know a quarter of what he is like, you know, I remember once somebody saying to me, you're so lucky your dad's your dad. And I am. And I'm very blessed for that. The other one is my cousin, Amy, who was murdered. And, you know, you know that. And like she, uh, she. Uh, <clears throat> <laughs> 
Mm. She was, you know, she was, she was, you know, my everything, you know, she's my person. And, uh, you know, she knew a lot about me before I knew a lot about me. Mm. And uh, so her, and then I'd have to say, and I, and I thought about this, it's not the way it sounds, but my first, like, you know, love, uh, my ex uh, from like 30 years ago now, Stacy, but not her, right? The culture that she exposed me to, which, you know, I grew up, I grew up in a lot of, um, uh, in a world of um, uh, privilege and, and she lived on a farm and I just took to that so much. And like it influenced, it literally influenced like everything for me, like it, like everything, you know what I mean? It just, I took to, it obviously was something I was naturally like attracted to, but like, that's always now, like when you ask me my favorite band, Grateful Dead, when you ask me like, you know, my favorite person, you know, I mean, I'm sorry, an epic moment and stuff, or, you know, playing on the street or, you know, those type of things or starting a theater company with you or something. It was all from being exposed to that lifestyle of like a more down to earth lifestyle where like you just you know it was more in tune with with light with with what being in the moment for sure for sure like earth farm uh you know you know and I think you know when I think of you as my friend like you came to that too with Joe right like you also have that so like it's kind of like you know I'm not surprised that like you know it's almost it's almost funny that we both kind of turned to that and enjoyed it and were inspired by it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So I would say those, those three. Okay. If you could have coffee with one person, who would it be? <laughs> Living or dead? Living or dead. Okay. Um, I would say Hunter. No, no. I was going to say Hunter Thompson, but um, Mr. Biden. And I was very confused. No, Hunter Biden. No, uh, I was going to say Hunter S. Thompson, but actually, no question, Jim Morrison. Okay. Yeah, Sorry. I just, yeah, yeah. And, big, big. and Britney Spears. And Britney Spears, of course, but definitely Jim Morrison. And he'd probably want something stronger than coffee. De- well, maybe something in his coffee. <laughs> right, exactly. Okay, these last two questions are, believe it or not, number 49 and 50. You're welcome. Wow. Oh, wow. Look at that. Look what you um, did there. Are similar to what we ask others, but they are catered to you. Okay. First one is if you could tell 13 year old Jeff one thing, what would it be? Which is interesting because you referenced seventh grade as being the worst year of your life. And, yeah, but not worst year of your life. Yeah. And it also had the it had also had the most influential date of my life, July thirteenth, nineteen eighty five. Uh, that was the day Live Aid happened, and I realized that art could marry cause. Uh, so, like, you could do something to benefit. You could do art, theater, music, whatever, yep. and help somebody in need. Anyways, there's that. Um, but I would say, um, um, geez, I don't know how to word it, but basically, what I'm saying is like. Uh, you know, if you think you want to try something in the in the arts, whether it be music, theater, what have you, just try it because, you know, life is short. And if you don't make it, then you'll do something else. But if you do, you yeah. won't know unless you try. Right. I love that. Yeah. Okay. This is our last question. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's 1985. 
Yeah. Dr. Emmett Brown just put you in the DeLorean. Where are you going? Am I visiting or is it going to have ramifications? Okay, this was a good question. You're <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, I'll leave it up to, would, to interpretation. I would go to Paris 1920s. Okay. Why? Because because that's where all the writers and musicians and poets were hanging out at the time, uh-huh. like Ernest Hemingway and um, and uh, James Joyce and things like that. And I just think that would be so cool to like just watch. But if I could be a part of it and maybe even influence it or you know be a part of their world, I would. T- or you know, any Edith Wharton was there and things like that. I think it would be like amazing. My second choice would be New York 1950s because of the same reason, except a different generation of artists. Mm, okay. I'll accept that as a second answer because it's close enough to the first, but I did ask for one. Okay, you did, you did, I'm sorry. And in, in, tr- in the tradition of my family, we never put the number of candles on the cake that you are. We always add one for an extra blessing. Oh, wow. So oh, the wow. last question, number 51 is, what do you want to be remembered for? Um, well, hopefully, we ask, how do you want people oh, to remember you? Yeah, yeah. I hope it's not for a very long time. Very long time. As you always say, in another hundred years. <laughs> right. I say 200, but like, thank oh. you for cutting me. Oops. You cut me down a century. Yeah. Um, I, I, I honestly, I would love to know that I made people laugh. You know? Goal accomplished, my friend. Aww. But, but keep you. doing it. <laughs> no, I got it. Right. I'm done. done. I'm out. <laughs> so thank you for this. Hey, it's my pleasure and my honor and uh, happiest, happiest of birthdays and many, many, thank many you. more. Thank you. And I, I honestly, I honestly couldn't think of a better person to do this interview with. This is like my Nixon Frost type of thing. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm Nixon in that. Oh, okay, okay. Right. You're the good person. So I'll thank you. It. And, and uh, you know, it's uh, in, in my world, in my religion, it's called Besheret. Besheret means meant to be God's will. Yep. And that's why I think, you know, you're doing this tonight. I'm honored. Love you, thank my you. friend. Love you too.